Hey Mama Friend! Welcome back to another episode of the Mompreneur Made Fulfilled podcast. We are actually on episode 21 already. OMG! Time flies when you're having fun. Agree? Yes. But what if you are no longer having fun? What I mean is, what if there are certain tasks in your business that you absolutely need to do in order for your business to grow and to scale, but it's no longer fun for you or you find it too overwhelming or you are unmotivated to do that? What if, even just as simple as showing up, you are too lazy to do it already? I know we all have those days. I do. We all have those days when we aren't feeling it at all. We just want to not do it. So what do we do then? How do we make ourselves move again? How do we make our lazy butt get up and do it? How do we motivate ourselves when we don't want to do it? That is exactly what we're going to talk about here for this episode. I will be sharing based on my own experience, of course, because I feel like when the pandemic started, I've had more lazy and unmotivated moments than usual. I'll be sharing with you how I still get myself out of that pit. This will be so interesting. I hope you stick around. I'll see you inside, Mama. Hi, Mamas! Welcome to the Mompreneur Made Fulfilled podcast where you will learn how to build a thriving business alongside a God-centered marriage and motherhood. I'm Dr. Jack Bacaltos, child of God, wife of an awesome surgeon, mom to two boys, pediatrician turned full-time mom turned mompreneur. I believe that God placed where you are for a reason. And if that is being a mom, then bless you, you have a big purpose. But what if you're a mom yet you also hold dreams in your heart, say building a business perhaps? Yes, God placed those dreams in your heart too. In this podcast, you will be empowered and be equipped with business skills, mindset shifts, and faith stories to help you grow your business while being intentional in marriage and motherhood. So if you're ready to truly have a faith-filled and fulfilled mompreneur life, then grab a cup of coffee or tea or just prop your feet up for a while and uh-oh, here's my little boy, Kael. Hello, I'm Kael. I help my mom to get inspired, chase big dreams, and something's near. Listen to mommy's podcast and enjoy the show. <laughs> what he said. There you go. Let's dive in. I want to start by sharing my experience with my son, Cal. I promise this will be so, so, so relevant. My seven-year-old son, Cal, is really word smart. He's a fast learner, a fast reader, really, really smart. He reads a lot without me telling him to do it. And he's able to comprehend, to process information, whatever he's reading, able to memorize as well. And he's also able to explain it to you, whatever he's reading, at an early age of four. I mean, these are things I wasn't able to do when I was his age, and that's the reason why I'm so amazed. Then, although he's all that, it's so hard to make him do stuff he doesn't like doing, like origami crafts, packing away his materials, cleaning up his mess, writing his school activities, and math. So, I was trying to figure him out. Why does such a smart boy like him cry whenever I ask him to do arts and crafts? And why does he have all the energy and focus on some things and totally do nothing unmotivated on some things? So I figured out these four reasons on why he's all like that. 
Number one, he doesn't like doing it because he finds it overwhelming. He finds it overwhelming because number two, he finds it difficult. He finds it difficult because number three, he doesn't know how to do it. And number four, he's just not interested, uninspired. So upon knowing all these, what I started doing with him was that each time I make him do stuff he usually doesn't like, example, origami crafts, he, he doesn't like that. I break down to him the steps that he needs to do. Super simple steps like, number one, fold your paper from end to end and then I show him how to do it. And then the next step, fold the corner and then again I show him how to do it and then just going to repeat the way I did it. And then all the while he's doing it, I sit down with him and make him laugh through stories, making it fun for him. Same with packing his materials. My son makes such a big mess. Okay, so when it's packing away time, he usually just leaves it all a big mess. So to make him do it, I start by giving him instructions step by step, one by one. Example, pick up the crayons on the floor, put it inside a container. Number two, pick up the papers on the floor. Number three, put it on the table. Number four, find the papers where you used for your school activities. Number five, place these papers inside your activity folder and so on. Step by step. Simple for him to comprehend and do. So I thought maybe the things that I'm doing for my son, if I apply it for myself whenever I feel like I don't want to do it or whenever I feel like I'm unmotivated, maybe I would get myself to move. So I did exactly the same thing. So I write down what I needed to do in simple steps and schedule it during the days of the week, which day that I wanted to do it. And then it didn't seem as overwhelming and as tiring as I thought it was. Example, here I was thinking that launching a podcast was difficult. It's too big a goal. Matrabaho, dikukaya, and all of that. But when I did sit down and just did it step by step, the emotional aspect of it was gone. Like the overwhelming feeling, this is so difficult, this is such a big goal for me. It was gone. And it now became more technical, objective, which made it easier for me to just take it one step at a time and which made it easier for my brain to grasp. Remember the reasons why my son doesn't want to do what he's supposed to do. He finds it overwhelming, he finds it difficult, he doesn't know how to do it, he's just not interested, he's uninspired. Aren't these the exact reasons why we tend to put off some task and we become unmotivated to do it? I thought so. Yes, right? We want to avoid discomfort. That's our nature. Whether we don't want to feel bored when doing a mundane task or we are trying to avoid feelings of frustration by dodging a tough task, sometimes a lack of motivation stems from a desire to avoid all those uncomfortable feelings. Are you nodding right now? When I sat down and really thought about it, I was nodding the whole time. That is exactly the reason why I was putting off some tasks. For me, there are some days and weeks when I think of the task that I need to do. I think about the pain and the struggle that comes with it. And then our brains naturally tends to avoid pain. So it tells us not to do it and go on default back to our comfort zone or go back to the task that we are sure are going to elicit pleasure and is painless. So instead of reaching out to a potential client, for example, we mindlessly scroll over Facebook 
or we go to Netflix and chill instead of figuring out a way to scale our business or we eat ice cream instead of getting our lazy butt to jump rope and so on. We are just wired that way. Our brains are really just wired that way. So knowing all these, the reasons and knowing how our brains are wired to keep us in the comfort zone and to avoid pain, to avoid all those discomfort, I'm going to be sharing with you now tips that I have been doing to my son, Kael. I have been doing also to myself tips to help you kick that lazy butt of yours and to get you moving and accomplish your goals. Number one is break it into simple doable steps. Create a step-by-step approach. Last year, I had this 1,000 jumps per day challenge. 1,000 jumps per day for 30 days challenge. I seriously thought I wasn't going to make it because I had instilled in my mind that rope jumping or jumping rope was a big no for me because I had all sorts of reasons, namely, I'm too heavy, I'm breastfeeding, and my boobies are too heavy, I don't know how to do it, I don't have a rope, I don't have the time, etc. I just went on and on, which was why it took me more than a year to finally start. I mean, remember the jump rope craze started earlier in the pandemic, and I just started 2021. Then I just realized all of those They were all just excuses. So when I finally did start, it was so funny. I should have taken a video, but then I didn't. I could have shown you how funny it was. But oh, I realized then that it's really just taking it step by step, like taking it one day at a time. What I did was I didn't think about the 30 days and I didn't even think about the 1,000 jumps that I needed to do for the day because Thinking about that, it makes me feel overwhelmed and by then, my mind will tell me to stop and not do it. I just focused on the step that I needed to do for that day. Example, I just focused really on getting through day one first. I'm not going to think about day two. I just want to be done with day one. Focus on getting my butt to finish day one and then day two, the following day, and so on. And even the 1,000 jumps, if you think about 1 to 1,000, that's kind of overwhelming. That's too long. So what I did, again, was to break it into smaller steps. Think about how will I get to 1 to 100? And then when I'm done with the first 100, how will I now get to 100 to 200? And then 200 to 300, and so on. And if I focus on that simple step, like step by step, it cuts the overwhelm and it makes it now more, like I said, objective and it makes it now more technical that all I need to do is just finish step one. And then when I'm done with step one, go to step two and so on. And before you know it, you're done. Crazy and so amazing. And just as simple as jump roping would give me so many lessons. Same with my son, Kao. What I shared with you earlier Whenever he feels overwhelmed and when he thinks he can't do it, I just give him steps to do it and then get through the next step and then get through the third step and so on. And before he knows it, he's done. He's done with his arts and crafts. He's done with cleaning up his mess. He's done with math and so on. Whatever the activities that he doesn't want to do. Then the second tip is put it in writing. There's a saying that goes, what's written? gets done and if i don't write out of sight out of mind and it's been proven time and time again that 
if we moments we don't write and knowing the task that need our attention on a daily basis it will just go out of our mind so we really do need to write it down write it down in a planner on your notebook and i'm just gonna plug in here of course the mompreneur md planner although the first batch is already sold out thank you so much to everyone who availed but we are currently printing out the second batch so it will be available on the first week of march so you can still really avail on that if you don't have a planner yet it's perfect for us mamas for us mompreneurs or working moms who work from home and mamas on the goals it will be a really useful tool for all of you all right the number three tip is have an accountability partner i'm so happy on accountability buddies or accountability tribe because they push you encourage you and inspire you although i have to warn you because sometimes it goes the other way sometimes when you have a super motivated accountability partner instead of you getting encouraged and getting you inspired you actually get the opposite or you actually get discouraged and you feel you're left out or so when this happens take a step back and assess why you're feeling discouraged instead of being inspired and then this brings me to number four which is go back to why you wanted to do it in the first place why were you inspired to have that goal in the first place I realized when I was doing the 30 days, 1,000 jump challenge, I had so many days when I wanted to quit because we were actually doing it with my tribe. And then I saw others who were so good already and they seemed so effortless at doing it. And I was like, why does it look so simple if you're the one doing it? And why does it look so difficult if I'm the one doing it? Like I'm all sweaty and stuff and they're all like having fun and all. And it looks so easy. And there were so many times that I was discouraged. But thinking of why I started it really helped me. Why did I want to do the 1000 jumps for 30 days challenge? I was doing it to feel lighter, to feel good about my health. And I was looking for a form of physical movement that will get me moving and sweating with the least amount of time because mommy will only allow me 30 minutes or less. And thinking of finishing the challenge, thinking about the end of the challenge and me feeling so accomplished somehow motivated me during those days. So going back to the why you're doing it, why you're inspired in first place will help you get through that. And then the fifth one is to celebrate the small wins. By celebrating small wins, it gives you that feeling that you are accomplishing something already, however small that may be. And when you feel like you're progressing, you will feel more confident that you could actually do it, then you will be more encouraged to do it some more. And then my number six tip is to stop comparing yourself with others. Comparison is the number one goal killer and motivation killer. I know sometimes it is hard, especially that you are surrounded with people who are who have actually achieved the goal already, your goal, especially with social media that you see all these people or your friends probably able to finish it already or achieve the goal already. It's hard. And but when you do feel a strong sense of comparisonitis, I call it comparisonitis, take a step back and again 
ask yourself why you were doing it in the first place, what got you inspired, what got you started in the first place, and then go to number seven, which is pray. Pray for God to deal with your heart. Pray to God that He will lead you back to the main reason, your why, why you started this in the first place. So there you go, my dearest mamas. All these seven tips has proven so useful for me time and time again. Each time and every time we have those moments, each time I feel lazy, each time I feel overwhelmed or bored or tired or simply unmotivated to do the task that I need to do. As Zig Ziglar says, there is no such thing as a lazy person. He is either just sick or uninspired. I really love that quote because it's so true. So, mama friend, I pray that this helped you today. If this did, let me know. Holler at me over at Instagram. I'd be more than happy to connect with you. Also, again, with the Mompreneur MD Clarity Journal and Life Planner, it's already sold out the first batch. So crazy. I'm just so thankful to all of you. We are actually printing the second batch now and it will be available first week of March. So if you have no planners to write on yet, the Mompreneur MD Life Planner is going to be perfect for you. We actually designed it really for the work from home mama or for the stay at home mama, for the mompreneurs, for the mamas with goals, for you to achieve your goals the best and the simplest way possible. So how to order that, I attached a link below where you can just click on it and process your orders there. After that, you will be added to the life planning group where you will have instant accountability tribe and accountability bodies. Yes, there will be mamas lifting mamas because we live for that. So there mamas, until then, love and light to all of you. See you in the next episode, mamas. Thank you so much for being here, Mama. And if this gave value to you or has touched you in some ways, please do go to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You will be blessing me so much. Do also take a screenshot when you do that and tag me at MD in your Instagram story so I can share you in my story too. And perhaps this way, we will be blessing more moms like us. If you also want to be part of the Mompreneur tribe, do head on to Facebook and join the Mompreneurs Made Fulfilled community. I really, really hope to connect with you there. And as always, bring light and love with a fulfilled heart. Until the next one, Mama.